0: Yeah, so as I've been wanting to do, and as we did last time, so this is just a rehash for us mm-hmm. new for the audience. Uh, I just want to talk to some of the, the stars and the, the voice actors, and who I consider all of them to be dear friends of Mondays. Uh, I'll go ahead first and introduce myself. Uh, if you're not familiar already, I, my name is Richie Kamcham, and I am the creator uh, of Mondays. Um, and I'm also one of the voice actors And, you know, it kind of spurned from an idea of mine that initially was going to be a web series. And after having several creative discussions with who I'm going to introduce here uh, next, uh, I decided I was going to make it uh, an audio series. And, you know, this person that I'm referring to, uh, our relationship dates back two years now uh, when we met at a mutual workplace and we both had like that creative gene in a place that kind of feel like it it nullifies it in a sense
1: yeah.
0: and so i think that's what instantly like like that was that attraction like okay she's mm-hmm. a creative and you know she wants to be and and this is no shame towards working an a honest nine to five like that's great and supporting yourself is awesome but kind of have bigger dreams than that and you are already you know uh full steam ahead with what you were doing on on the creative side Uh, while you know taking care of all your other like working and going to school too so you know you already multitasking that and I was trying to find that balance because this was my first time like really starting to take myself seriously in that regard so I feel like I've done enough of a spiel about you Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself
2: hello what's up Um, my name is Penelope I go by Penny on the internet um yeah, uh, Richie kind of took over. He kind of said everything. We met at a and at a typical nine to five, and uh, this nine to five, it was the type of people they kind of were hired there, and they celebrated twenty fifth anniversaries at the same place. So it was it was draining to see that day in day out, and and if you and if you like to create, then you kind of feel this energy like you you want to, you feel constricted, you feel like you're in a box. And I did not. (laughs) I did not like that. I like the money aspect, but I didn't like the whole being restricted, not being able to create. And um, so uh, before Richie came in, I didn't know anybody in the workplace with that kind of energy with that kind of attitude. Everybody there was kind of like focused on their own things, of course. Um, And then Richie came. I don't know how we started talking about doing anything creative but uh I sh- he was one of the first people one of the few people who i told about my youtube channel at the job we were at and then from there richie would always come to me with his with his with his uh with the scripts and his ideas and we kind of like hash them out and we- <laughs> yeah. it would be in between uh taking customers we kind of just like talk about big dreams big goals yeah, yeah. Do you
0: recall you had one person you were uh dealing with that uh, I won't disclose any information about her in case she catches wind, but she was um, a pretty high up person at a a multimedia entertainment company.
2: Oh yeah. And Uh
0: that was when like my, like the first time like I realized Wow, we are really dead set on the same mission because she came in there for one thing, but you're such a oh, person, yeah. person mm-hmm. that like just via conversation, you were able to network and make that connection. Mm-hmm. And I realized like that's, really what, that's what I aim to do too, and just and mm-hmm. I know, I'll never forget. I, I was like, "Yo, okay, so I need the info too," <laughs> and it was a bit selfish of me to kind of like ask you that in retrospect. However. Mm-hmm the fact that you were like down to give it to me was the first sign that I knew that you're like a selfless person that wants to see people win. And, and you know, oh, when it yeah. comes to this thing that we're pursuing, it's like, Hey, if you can kind of help somebody get a leg up then you're all, you know, by all yeah. means you'll, you'll help. And so um, yeah. that kind of leads into, you know, uh, our, this project, uh, if you're listening to this, you're, you're probably invested into Mondays as an audio series. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to do, much introduction into the series itself but a general synopsis of the show um is that it's a uh an audio series that captures the typical nine to five in a very non-typical way so uh you know your traditional shows that like the office parks and rec community any anything that deals with like those settings um Mm -hmm. you don't a they're not they don't predominantly feature black or african-american not characters which is like yeah. which is the main premise of the show that it, it it's it's dealing with a a black it team in a tech real estate company and b uh they're not as outlandish and explicit due to the fact that they're on network tv so i'm able to kind of push that a little bit further and also add in like some surreal aspects like if you listen mm-hmm. to episode eight and you'll know the the surrealism there (laughs) and just which i i got inspired by atlanta for that i'll always admit that that was a huge inspiration uh but yeah so the show the the show deals with those those little moments it's it's, it's really Mm -hmm. like a an an ensemble of vignettes is what i would say it's like an ensemble of vignettes in that it's a whole bunch of little moments that make up this one bigger piece um and it's trying to say something about Race relations in the workplace, the pressures that different people face, such as your character, which we'll get mm-hmm. into later. Um, the effects of something like uh, real estate or uh, extreme capitalism on a city, uh, although it's an extreme example, it definitely has. I've definitely was inspired by shows like Silicon Valley or you know mm-hmm. those big companies that can kind of Come make way without control. really considering what their what they're rummaging through. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so that's kind of the the a basic synopsis of the show. Uh, and it, again, it was created in a dull time in my life. I was like, I need to write something <laughs> about this. And it's only right that the person I met at that same workplace, as well as, you know, she also got me another job that kind of ins- Inspires creativity, uh, which we'll talk about oh, yeah. here too. Uh, truth. Um, I'm mm-hmm. sure some of the people that are going to be listening to this are, are people that work with truth. And uh, yeah, let's we'll talk about truth for a little bit because I feel like that's something that uh, needs to be highlighted a bit in terms of our relationship with each other. Oh,
2: so, all right. So, so truth. So, I fell in love with truth uh, back back when they were showing their commercials. Uh, mm-hmm. That's kind of how I got interested in truth. Just their marketing campaign, uh, very, very out of the box, very very different, very kind of like punches you in the face type of deal. I love that about them. And so they were going on tour and I was like, hell yeah, let me, let me sign up. How do you do this? I applied. I applied, I went to the interviews. I didn't get it, (laughs) Um, (sighs) but I walked away that that day and in my head I was like, no, I'm going to see truth in a little bit. I'm going to
1: see truth in a little bit. I wasn't even worried about it.
2: Um, The people who are with like, they, they they put a lot into into coming there and into interviewing. Um, okay. So I'm happy for the people who got who got positions.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: then I think it was like the next year or something. Our boss, can I use a name? Our our boss our boss called us. Yeah. And and he was like, hey, you want to work for Truth? I was like, oh heck yeah! So I jumped on. I did one project and I was asked to come back a few times. And from there, I just kind of did on and off projects. That I was doing this while going to school full time and while working at our job, the one that me and Richie were at. And Richie would see me, he would be like, where are you always going? Like, where, what what are you doing? Where are you going? And uh, I, at this time, like, again, nobody at the job knew what I was doing. Nobody really knew about me. Um, So I told him, I was like, yeah, I work for this company. It's called Truth. Basically, we talk about tobacco preventative, where we go out on different places and we just kind of talk and tell people about the dangerous and harmful effects of big tobacco, yada yada yada. And he was like, oh, "Okay, cool." And every time when I when I'm like hanging out with somebody, I always like look for people who could be candidates for truth. And Richie was at the top of my list. Like I knew if Richie was up there, he would kill it. Like he would love it, get to get to meeting people. And he's uh, like, if you were to meet Richie, you'd see that he just. He, he can talk to anybody no problem no like he's just a very friendly down-to-earth kind of person um so then when it, when time came truth was looking for more marketers i was like hey yo you got to make a video you got to make a video and submit it uh and he did it wasn't the best <laughs> but we don't talk about that <laughs> we don't talk about that long story short uh he, he got the call our boss loves him, loves him. Like I like I knew he would. Um, he's and he's been a great addition to the team ever since. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we've we've been able to work a few events together as well. I
2: two I
1: think.
0: Yeah, two. We've worked no three, I feel like.
1: Both so playlist
0: and both AfroPunk. Oh, puns. yeah. Yeah, you got okay. playlist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look at you. Yeah. No, yeah. So we've worked a few events with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just, you know, the group that that we're a part of is a very, like, I would just describe the energy as zany and go-getters mm-hmm. and people that aren't afraid, like
2: hustlers, straight hustlers, hustlers. who just oh, yeah.
0: live life, you know, mm-hmm. um, a very racially diverse group, uh, full of people with all types of different talents. A lot of people yeah. I would consider friends, you know, and yeah, it's been, it's been a, it's been a great ride this far. And one of the things that has prompted me to, you know, really pursue this because being amongst that type of energy only fuels you
2: It changes yeah, yeah it definitely great. pushes you to do more and then when you great. see other people like what they're accomplishing you're like shoot i can right. do that too yeah right. um
0: so before we get into the show itself uh yeah you know we we, we kind of hinted at the fact that you were a youtuber uh, oh and, you know let me just
2: talk about myself for a little bit yeah talk about talk, talk about life.
0: yourself a little bit um and your your individual creative pursuits
2: yeah so um my name is Penny. Just like the coin. I have a YouTube channel. It's called Dang Penny. I, I'm a big fan of not being bored. So I do a lot of things. Um, I also like to cook. So, but I me mean, let me talk about my YouTube channel real quick. Uh, I, for a while I struggled with like finding what I want to do on YouTube and I finally figured it out. I have, I'm running a series called making sense where I essentially, I talk about random topics um, and I kind of, um, take a look at the history behind it and take a look and attempt it for myself. For example, um, the e-girl phenomenon that's going on. I talk about that. I also talk about like the history about cotton candy and I have another one coming out on why people enjoy watching other people eat food. It's a bunch of random topics. Again, like I said, I love not being bored. So that's, that's my main, uh, my main project right now and I'm really excited again you know when you get like those creative like yeah, of energy. yeah. this one has I've been writing this one for a while now awesome. um and then another one I, I really enjoy cooking as well so I have a uh an Instagram where I kind of just post on my foods I'm hoping to to kind of change that into a a cooking show type Thing yeah, mm. I'm I'm I'm, 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 I'm okay. actually renovating you, my kitchen. You're literally
0: cooking up an idea right now. That's
2: what's up. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm renovating my my little kitchen right now so I can film these videos. Right. So there'll be a video about that. But it's it's definitely this quarantine has definitely made me realize the importance of having a creative outlet, a creative space, uh, right. just a way to like get your ideas out of your head. Right. Um. But those are my main two. Go follow me at penny or at CoinCucks.
0: Nice, yeah, nice. That's what's so up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I would say your personality uh, shines through. She undersold how much she youtubes. Uh, or <laughs> at, at a certain point, you were like prolific. I would say, you know, you were cranking out videos. Oh like,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh,
0: yeah. So she she built up uh, past a thousand su- subscribers, right? On yep, those,
2: we're on the road to five k right now. On the
0: road to five k subscribers. Yep. and then, just really, it's one of those things where, because I saw your video, you sent me your video that you uh, sent for truth, like your audition. Oh, yeah. I the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though, I don't, I don't know if that's on your YouTube or not. On the, it is,
2: it is. Okay, how to make a penny. So that, yeah, so like
0: that <laughs> video I would just use as a great example. If anyone wants to kind of check out how your, your YouTube style is just very, it's, it's a an undertone of education, but just very yeah. like random and spunky and eh, you know, like in <laughs> colorful, like really bright colors. Yeah, sweet. You
1: know, and, uh,
0: so it only made sense, uh, and I'll segue into Mondays that uh, you know, not to mention you 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 helped me so much with the project, but that you would be uh the Emma who who is uh essentially, you know, it's an ensemble cast, but if I had to pick a main character. She will be the main character because the 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 biggest plot in season one revolves around her uh her adjusting to being a you know, manager mm-hmm. of an uh, of an i t team uh and so no but uh yeah, so your character uh who i'm interested to hear your thoughts on her um you know it's kind of kind of it revolves that season one plot of her becoming a manager
1: mm-hmm.
0: is interesting because I think that it reflects all of us young professionals millennials whatever mm-hmm. when you think you really want something so bad and to kind of climb that proverbial ladder and I think mm-hmm. actually people are very quick to jump ship from a job if they don't feel like they can move up or anything like that where sometimes that experience might just be gained through experiences and the relationships that you maintain and keep and you know different things and so it's really interesting to see her plot in which she gets uh, kind of the position sprung on her, but then she's really, she tries her best to hold on to it almost in a, in a, um, I wouldn't say a confrontational way, but in a like, this is mine type of way. Mm-hmm. And no one could take it from me, especially due to the fact that she's a black woman and mm-hmm. black women typically don't get opportunities to to lead in capacities, uh, at least traditionally. It's happening more especially now.
2: Especially in like the IT world.
0: Yeah, ex- yeah, yeah. especially in IT. Uh, and I know it's a comedy, but uh, I, I do try to at least uh, weave those topics in. And yeah, I feel like you, you, you voiced that character beautifully. My mom, my mom loves your, your voice. <laughs> she said you killed it. Uh, and she actually wants to see you like act. act. She's like, no. She oh. act, act. Uh, and that's something honestly you really should consider. I really think you, could, you, you can act. And I know we were, you, were, you were supposed to take summer classes. Not this, yeah, last summer, 2019. I think when you got back from tour, you were thinking about taking...
2: Oh, uh, what are they called? Acting classes, but uh, improv, improv classes. Like, improv yeah. classes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 Oh, yeah, I'm definitely still taking improv classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, But yeah, you so
2: You should, too. You should, too. Uh, you are talking I, about I, it, I
0: too. <laughs> I want to fine-tune the craft, you know. Uh, yeah. I would definitely consider my main craft that I really want to get better at is writing. But, you know, especially with my works now, until I, you know, re- reach that proverbial place where I can just write things and other people will fund it, you know, with any of my mm-hmm.
1: projects now, mm-hmm. I'm going to
0: have to act in them. So... Definitely got to get better at it. Uh, But yeah, so, so speak to your experiences voicing Emma and, you know, what you think about the
1: character.
2: Emma, Emma. You know, I don't know if I told you, but Emma was like my name. My mom or my birth father wanted me to be named Emma. And then my mom no, was like, "No, nah, no, You never, nah, nah, you
0: never nah. told me this, yo. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, no, I never told you.
2: Yeah, no. So my birth father wanted my name to be Emma, and so it was Emma for a while. And then my mom was like, "No, nah, this is no, nah, this is not working." Like so I got switched to Penelope. Um, so that's a little fun fact. Um, but Emma, a- Emma, Emma reminds me a little bit of myself in the sense that like she's this person who um, kind of she wants. Outwardly, like everything she wants to make it look like she has everything. She's got everything down pat, like nothing can bother her. You know, uh, she's a boss. She's a lady. She mm-hmm. she um she kind of like holds her ground and she likes to fight.
1: Mm-hmm. She's a
2: fighter. Um, and of course, it I love um, the the it world is 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 finicky, especially for for black ladies. Um, mm-hmm. You don't see a lot of us out there, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. it's okay. And so that, that's where I'm really drawn to Emma. Voicing her was the uh, first time I've ever voiced anything, anybody, any uh, really done serious voice work. And to be honest, like the first...
1: So Got
0: Someone is, of course, calling me. <laughs> Sorry for that brief intermission. But yeah, uh, I think we were talking about your character Uh, Or actually you you mentioned what you uh, think about the character and how about the recording, the recording
2: recording? uh, Like I said, the only time I've really recorded myself was during my YouTube videos. So it was different to have somebody to let somebody else have control over like my voice. And I think for a while, like it was hard for me to hear myself, you know? um, But after I got over that, the recording process was, it was interesting. It was the first time I've ever done something like that. But it was a lot of fun. I can't wait for next season just to have that experience again. Cause it was um the first up the first recording session was it was a struggle. Uh, we don't really talk about that. <laughs> and then when we, we had to come don't back. Talk
1: about it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but then when we had to come back the second time to record that same piece, uh, I think we 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 were happy. I think we were we were okay with the fact that that. Somebody messed up on the recording.
1: Yeah,
2: uh, it didn't get through. Um, <laughs> but the as as the recording sessions got on, we I felt more comfortable with my role. I felt more comfortable with the people around me. And it's funny because you know you don't land things on the first try. You don't. It, nobody lands things on the first try. And um, like Richie always says, like we each have our own days where we're absolutely trash at the mic. We can't. Every line has, has to be reset every time, but then there are days when you know you kill a whole entire, um, a whole entire script and no no issues. But I remember, I remember the one time when I was struggling. I I just felt like a whole failure. Like I felt like I couldn't do nothing right. I felt like oh my god, that
1: was,
2: <laughs> was not my day. I
1: remember?
2: Yeah, but we but we all had our our days, and that's what makes me feel better to be honest. Um, I, but. I really enjoyed playing Emma, and I really enjoyed being a part of something, something greater. You know, yeah, it's, it's
0: like where it's, the some of its parts makes the I don't I'm probably misquoting that quote, but you're greater than the sum of your parts or something like that. Like where one piece adds into a greater thing. You
2: know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm
0: sure you're you you know you're used to making your own YouTube videos, and it's just mm-hmm. cool, you know whereas yeah. coming the a, a project that's like feels like a mini you know a mini, I don't want to compare it to something outlandish, but, you know, like, uh, let's say a mini audio movie you know, or yeah, something. Yeah, you know,
1: over yeah. Over the course of
0: of of a month, just recording and, you know, pro- lending your talents, it's is, is kind of yeah. dope to see it finalized, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah. And I think I, I was really excited about the project because, like, I've seen you work with it, right? And I've seen how excited you get. And it, yeah. it's different when you're, like, emotionally connected to, like, Wanting to see somebody's project come to fruition, it's it's different, you know. And you want to you want to help them any way you can. So it was cool to see it go from from nothing to a whole ass eight episode series. Like yes, one thousand
0: uh, percent, yeah. And I really think people probably don't even understand. I'm underselling how involved you were in the process. We literally, uh, this was even after you left that job that we we both worked at. We would meet up probably also
2: mm-hmm.
0: oh, yeah. we went some change we meet up almost weekly or on a bi-weekly basis and like yeah
2: at that starbucks
0: you know, <laughs> crazy like uh legit we have you know like those are the type of meetings that people have in the you know in the really that really sketch out and flesh a, a project mm-hmm. out and you know we were doing that and we were like five minutes we meet for like two hours at the point like yo it's dark we gotta go oh, yeah. you know and uh go. yeah
2: yeah starbucks is closed we gotta leave <laughs>
0: Yeah. So now you, I, I, I don't, I can't thank you enough. You've been a a, a terrific help. Uh, thank oh, you for lending God. your talents your your ear, your voice, you know, your eyes reading the script early on um, reading most of the scripts actually early on. And yeah, so I appreciate that. Uh, how about the, the show in and of itself, you know, so kind of step outside of Emma. Like what, what do you, what did you think of, not necessarily like great, like how good the show is. That'd be weird to ask you. But, <laughs> uh, did you think it was good? I'm, no, I'm like,
2: a little biased. Also
0: yeah. on the on the the, the themes like
2: covered, mm. you
0: know, whether it be the gentrification episode, mm. um, or even dealing with the microaggressions in a workplace. Like, the, mm.
2: the, the oh yeah, the, the, the coffee skill. <laughs> kind
0: of, uh, Not of course, not entirely accurate, you know, it's, it's supposed to be a bit comedic, but do you Mm -hmm. think that some of those experiences were properly reflected? Yeah. And,
2: and and I definitely think that that is one, that should be like one of the main selling points to your, um, to this podcast Mm -hmm. is that so many, especially people our age, so many people can relate to those instances, Mm -hmm. uh, like the coffee skit, um, and having to, to, to treat each and every coworker with respect all the time, but, like, but, but, but but like they're not paying you back they're not they're they're doing stupid stuff, so it's like you can't say nothing about that, so you the only thing you can do is be petty um so and i also i i i i, I um with the gentrification mm-hmm. it's it's funny because we live so close. Are we, am I allowed to say D.C.? Like, I, I don't know how. how yeah, yeah no, like, are. the okay, okay. only thing I wasn't trying to
0: say was from like uh-huh. here, and stuff. Okay. And, and, like, and you know, what you okay. currently do. But otherwise, yeah, it's free
2: game. Okay, 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 okay. So living so close to D.C., um, you you see gentrification happening, like, in front of your eyes. And you see buildings going up every single day. And you see neighborhoods being distra- dis- disrupted um, on the daily. And so to kind of... I think that's why this series kind of uh, means more for me. I, I, I think you have to kind of see it to really understand it. For mm-hmm. example, like if maybe if somebody else who lives in like Texas or something doesn't really see gentrification happening, but um, this kind of hits the root of, of, the, of the issues with gentrification that a lot of people might not see. Cause from a business standpoint, um, you know, money's coming in, uh, businesses are going up, like that's a good thing, but there's always like lives and and families that are, are being taken away from what they, what they know, what they have. And then that's, um, I don't know the episode number, but to hear, I really liked how you included, um, the, the, the neighbor and you brought in somebody to like tell their story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I really appreciated that. Um, and then one of my favorite aspects is the interracial couple with Emma and uh, Tyler. That was interesting because that hits right home. <laughs> um, what would you say? <laughs> I said because that hits right home. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Reflective yeah. life. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, Which you um, could actually
0: kill that. Like I think if, had I had the idea, I'm sorry to cut you off, had I had the idea of um, recording a, every series prior, like, they would see you guys, like, record and then, like, uh, like oh, we killed it. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. It yeah, was we crazy.
2: did it. Yeah. After we broke up. Oh, yeah, we did it. Nice. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, so, so that was an interesting cake. And that was the first time for him doing something like that, too. Um,
1: yeah.
2: And then my ha- hands down, my favorite character, and I've told you this, I told you this after reading the first script, uh, Mook, Nate, fucking kills it every yeah. time Nate mate is yep, a funny motherfucker yep. like he oh man he's uh yeah I, he needs to go and do something i don't know yeah. what i know he's he's busting his ass 100%. Right now,
1: he's
0: a multi-hyphenate he, yeah. he has his hands and yeah he, he he can't stop cooking up stuff as you know like you've seen his, i
2: I can't imagine yeah, yeah. i can't imagine that brain's probably really constantly going but yeah. he's hands down the funniest person
1: yeah. uh
2: if i could give an award for for uh, for character growth, I would definitely say. uh I can never. Oh, uh, Bobby, 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 not Bobby, not Bobby, not Bobby, not Bobby.
0: Not Bobby, not Bobby. Bob, voiced by Jimmy. Say, yeah, Jimmy, Bobby? Jimmy,
2: yeah, 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 There's yeah. yeah, yeah. Bobby. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Bobby. Uh, I agree. Bobby, hands down, hands down, hands down.
0: Which people probably heard the growth, of, like. Oh
2: with, yeah, yeah. Especially like.
0: 22 to episode seven and eight, you know? Or episode seven, I asked a lot of him. I told him to sing. I was like, oh.
2: (laughs) You came out of the show.
0: I need you to do a little something here. And he was, you know, he was all
2: for it. He came through, he came through. And I think, like, as the more times we got together, the more comfortable we felt with each other, the more we were willing to, like, stay, like, to go out of our comfort zone and to, like, uh, kind of really build, the character into ourselves, so yeah. that was that was it was cool to see. It was honestly cool to see every single day people coming up. Um, some of us on time, some of us not, but it's okay. Um, but it was cool to see everybody come together to create something for you and and help you create this dream of yours.
0: Thank you, thank you, and yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah I, I think to kind of piggyback on that, that was my favorite part of every of this whole process, literally from mm-hmm. the time the idea was birthed to when episode eight came out recently was the recording sessions because it was so yeah. communal it was like the parts that were cut out were funnier than probably the parts that made it oh yeah they outlandish things and go off on crazy tangents and yeah you know i mean i live in a a one-bedroom apartment but in that space it like felt like a mini creative family
1: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. We were recording and kind of felt like the beginning of something you know something really cool and special and
1: yeah.
0: can't can't wait um to bringing it into season two which we'll talk about a little bit oh let's uh, go we are thinking for that one um because you told me to stop bottling up my ideas i gotta start talking <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was one of the first things i told i remember because I, yeah. I was like no you gotta say because you were always shy to like oh i write i, yeah. writing. I, I know and i was like "No, nah, you gotta tell
0: people so uh what's your favorite share. episode of the first season
2: favorite episode of the first season
0: yeah or if you don't have a favorite episode your favorite like moment across the whole you know across the whole season and you may have mentioned it already with the testimony or anything but yeah if you have a different one
2: i don't remember what was my te- what did i say with testimony? you said
0: you were like oh yeah you liked how gentrification part how
2: oh oh yeah um my favorite episode
1: I thought of my favorite episode. It's a it's a weird question to ask because yeah, you're
0: involved in everyone. is like what were some of my best moments? But maybe in, in regards to uh, that brings the story together, or what you thought was the most climatic, or you know anything like that. Oh, okay,
2: okay, 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 okay. Because 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 what I was thinking, I was also thinking of like like the the recording session, and then I was but I had yeah. to like like. Separate the two, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think my favorite one of my favorite episodes would be the cookout, um, just because it kind of took us out of that workspace and kind of like, uh, you, you had you had a great, your acting skills on point, let's go. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, it kind of let everybody be a little, a little, a little, a little silly, a little, yeah. you know, have fun with their role, For sure. um, and then it, it also because you didn't really touch upon, um, uh any type of black history throughout the entire like there are bits and pieces but i think that one really f- captures the essence of, sure. of yeah um I'm,
0: that was probably the uh the most outwardly i'm talking mm-hmm. about
2: race yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 100% uh but i i i definitely like that one it was it was a fun one to shoot and then i think my one of my favorite moments i would say Any, any like when we'd have to do like ad libs when you guys would do ad libs and stuff like Mook, oh my god!
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: no, nah, the ad libs, ad libs, and the uh, the background vocals are crazy. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, the background vocals, the background vocals.
0: <laughs> no, but um, I, we we touched on it the last time we spoke, but the and you told me to just start revealing things like this.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Free, Free Doom is the episode you're mentioning, uh, mm-hmm. referring to uh, with. Oh and, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's uh, that that spiel that Darren goes on drunkenly mm-hmm. was inspired by a few things and people that may be paying attention a little bit closer probably mm-hmm. wouldn't know. Uh, but it references the, you know, when Kanye went up on stage at the VMAs yeah. when he was oh, drunk and interrupted Taylor Swift. You know, he had a, a bottle of Hennessy in hand <laughs> and Darren was drinking Hennessy. Uh, but then it also... Uh, a lot of people that know me personally know Kanye and Kendrick are my like two favorite artists, mm-hmm. and I owe oh, and my beautiful dark twisted fantasy and to pimple butterfly are my two favorite albums ever, mm-hmm. and I always wanted to find a way to interpolate them or just mm-hmm. you know use them Knowledge. in my the work somehow without getting yeah. copyright or anything like that. <laughs> and, uh, so I decided to utilize the most like ultra black moments on those albums to mm-hmm. actually like a very ultra black moment on Mondays when he goes up there in a drunken rage and you know kind of gets gets all that venom out and mm-hmm. yeah so that uh that first part of the speech the when he's like uh n-e-g-u-s which you were the person in the background um, was like,
1: N-E-G-U-S.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was kind of fun uh yeah so that that that's taken directly from the Kendrick Lamar song, I. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the other part where he gives like the little poem, the uh, two long centuries buried and must evolve. That's taken from the outro on Dark Twisted Fantasy, which mm-hmm. is interrelated uh, fr- by Kanye from an artist named Gil Scott Haran, who was a very mm-hmm. political, very like revolutionary, political spoken word artist in the sixties uh, and seventies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, so just wanted to, pay my respects and to works that I love and utilize that. And I'll, I'll be referring, I'll do more breakdowns of each, each of the episodes and kind of. Yeah.
2: I, I really want to see that. You know, you know how they do like, like talking bits over like yeah. videos. Yeah. I would love to see that uh, with Mondays just because one, how close I am with you in the project and to mm-hmm. see like what you were thinking, what you were, yeah. what you were going through during uh-huh. these moments. Yeah. So the only
0: thing with that, that I don't want to, It's weird. It's like a double-edged sword. Um, Mm. A, I don't know. It just feels so egotistical to be like, and this is what I, or elitist, I don't know, maybe because I'm being insecure about it, but like it feels elitist to kind of, to look at, hey, stop that. (laughs) (laughs) To like, look at your work, put it out and be like, I know you guys didn't understand what I was doing here. However, I just had to do this and that. and So I don't know. It probably isn't, gonna be uh, okay. that way, but i don't you know if i'm being honest i don't i think it's one of those things where other people should do it you're like oh i think this is what really you know but i mean people
2: but it's like it's a commentary it's a commentary That's and i question. think yeah and I, I love commentary more than i do i watch the movies just because it's like i love how the human mind works and like how people process things so it's cool to see like where you got your inspiration for this i think if you were to phrase it like oh in case you guys didn't know where this came from mm. then this is you know yeah. my two favorite albums are this but if you were to say um i got the inspiration for this um based off of my two favorite albums like i think the way that you phrase things and the way that you and you're good at you know this stuff you know this stuff you're you're yeah. really very good with your words um but i i i'm just saying i would be interested yeah. in commentary real.
0: Cool, cool. I, I will take that uh, into consideration and probably, you know, I just I want to generate more content in between seasons. And so any any stuff like that where more behind the scenes stuff uh, is, is probably a good is really a good idea. Yeah, I think I will do like I don't think I'm going to do full episode breakdowns because that's just like giving everything away. But or maybe I,
2: just like your favorite b- bits. Yeah, Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. speak
0: to like my favorite bits in each episode or what that moment meant or what I was thinking when I was writing it, you know? Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, speaking, um, sp- speaking of, what would you say was like your favorite uh, episode?
0: My favorite episode? Yeah,
2: no, I'm going to split that in,
0: into probably, two. Split it into two?
2: Yeah, I'm going to say your favorite episode to write and then your favorite episode to like, Ooh. to kind of see come to fruition.
0: Ooh, yeah. that's a good... Yeah. I like that, oh it's making me think, oh man, favorite episode just in general uh, okay i'll go I'll do that one first, oh my god it's so it's literally like choosing between one of your kids
1: it's weird. Like, this is
2: crazy oh baby, is this your yeah. favorite
1: YouTube video like of you mine you that yeah,
2: I have a playlist of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think mine changes within the month, though. Like, I'll make, a, I'll make like, a pretty good yeah. one. Right now, my favorite uh, is my E-Girls video. You should mm-hmm. check it out. That think penny. But what's yes. your favorite?
0: My favorite episode currently, because, again, kind of like you, it's going to change. It's, it's mm-hmm. definitely. It used to be the margins, because that was the episode mm-hmm. after I laid out the characters in Ethos, the mm-hmm. pilot, where, like, things just ramped up a notch. And you just yeah. saw how ridiculous stuff gets, like, the when they went downstairs and massaging and all types of stuff. Okay, so yeah. that used to be my favorite episode just because it set the tempo for the rest of the season.
1: The of the- uh, mm-hmm. But I
0: also just think like some of the episodes just got better going forward. And so the episode I'm most proud of and the episode where if I wanted to show somebody else, you should really check this out. Even though it's one of the, it's a linear story. So you should start at episode one
1: mm-hmm. would be
0: episode seven necessary actions. Um, I actions. really proud of that episode a, because from, uh, besides everything else, just from a storytelling te- standpoint, in my opinion, uh, in my opinion, I thought I did, uh, a decent job wrapping up the, uh, a lot of the main plots before episode eight and for the final episode. So in any, uh, you know, story arc, the penultimate piece to that is really pivotal and, being able to do that before you kind of get your your swan song, your, your ending, is, is important. And um, I wrapped up a lot of storylines in that episode. I thought the sound editing was great in that episode. I uh, had two songs in that episode that were kind of interpolated into the script. You know, mm-hmm. not, that aside from, you know how I have like a song at the end that's kind of like yeah. a soundtrack song? I had two songs that were characters were voicing were coming up with dialogue based on the songs like one of the songs was france france uh, mm-hmm. who voices josh josh um he has a song like i'm grown like i'm not going do anything i want and then bobby goes right after that and he's like now i do what i want now i do what i want yeah. um, see, see, then,
2: things like this things like this i want to hear i want to learn more
0: about <laughs> i got you i got you. you're right um, it, it will be dope to talk about this more uh, and then the episode and then later in episode actually the the climax of of uh, Josh's storyline and Josh's mom's storyline. Josh's
1: line. mom. Uh, when
0: when she first walks <laughs> oh, into ended. the house and she's like, uh, "What were you rapping about? get you these la bananas?" She speaks it, says it in French. Like, what were you rapping about bananas? It was actually taken from a good friend of mine's song. He has a song called "Bananas," so I I, mm. wanted, I wanted to because that's one of my favorite songs of his, and I also just wanted the mom to hear something outlandish and react. And so, yeah, necessary actions was great in terms of tying up everything, in my opinion. Uh, So that's my favorite episode of the season as of right now. But my favorite episode to write was "Warm Fuzzies." Yep, I got it.
2: Warm fuzzies. Yeah,
0: because it was just so. Is
2: that the one where you had to get over? Go ahead. Over your your writing your um, writing block.
0: So no, yeah, I think oh, no, that was,
2: okay. okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh dang, I don't even oh, that was episode three. So that was what I told you last time we spoke. Now mm-hmm. episode six, due to the fact that it was it was similar to episode five in that it's shorter in length, it's about twenty four minutes, twenty-three minutes. Uh and it's just berating, like people just berating each other. You know, like uh it's it's fun to write people like write lines where people are berating each other you know and so that is definitely my the the favorite episode i've written just in terms of writing mm-hmm. it uh, or even like when uh brad finds a a a bag of course this is all fictional he finds a bag of cocaine okay. <laughs> and then he's like Stuart rock cocaine." Okay, <laughs> That Stuart was about to snitch on. <laughs> it was it was like the, the, the heat was on Brad, actually. And he was like, actually, no, let me just snitch on, on Stuart. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was just like an outlandish, ridiculous episode. It was really fun to write. Uh, but the episode you're referring to is episode three, uh, mm-hmm. Raising Gentrification, which I'll mention, I'll touch on here. That was uh, a really important episode for me because I got over a huge writing block after mm-hmm. knocking out the first two. And it was the episode that pushed me to like, okay, you can actually make this thing come true. If you yeah. write this episode on deadline, which I did, and I was struggling for a while, it was the final thing I needed to let me know I can do this. And so, yeah, you're right. That that, that was a really important episode. For me. Okay. Good, 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 good.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, all right. So I don't want to talk ad nauseum about Mondays. Uh, what do you think about the state of just everything going on right now with... With COVID, With
2: coronavirus. With coronavirus. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had a few more questions about about you okay, yeah, and and yeah yeah yeah. Congrats. Um, oh, I was just started just started thinking about Corona. Um,
1: we'll come back to that. We'll come back to yeah, that.
2: Yeah 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 yeah. Um, but let me talk Ooh, about God. Corona real quick. Corona is. Me, I'm not really too badly affected by it, I would say. Um, Just because I was looking for a job beforehand, and, uh, but, it's, this is gonna be written in the history books. Everybody's gonna talk about it for years to come. Uh, I think it kind of like shines, say what?
0: That's gonna sound crazy without context. I mean, this is our our World War II in terms of our generation's event that just changes the course yeah. of human history for sure
2: but i think it's raising like a glass mirror i don't know if you've seen like the analogy like the um a glass mirror is being shown on the us of how poorly every <laughs> every piece of government is built and how poorly like our reaction time is and how uh, the systems that we have set in place were not built to handle um, situations like this, which is terrifying to think that, like, somebody could come into the U.S. and, like, infect us or whatever, and then all of a sudden we're down for months and we can't, you know, it's hard for us to get back up and running, um, so I think it'd be interesting to see, like, how, how this affects things once this is all over with and how policies are changed and how, for example, like, education, like, education is, is trash. Education has gone down the toilet, um, I don't know what they're going to do about the the younger generations because they they haven't been able to learn anything for the past what month and a half.
0: Um, so so that's going to set them back. I know a couple of teachers and it's you know it's definitely catch twenty two because at the end of the day you're just not going to risk it to have people in close you know capacity to, mm-hmm. to teach when you could do it via online. But at the same time, like I know like two teachers teachers I've spoken with off the record that have been like yeah this is this is an atrocity these kids aren't learning yeah, that are cheap. they're not and it's just like yeah, it's not it's it feels like we're just giving them a whole bunch of busy work that isn't leading to anything
2: yeah and then what about the, what about the kids who don't have access to a computer or internet or books you know like what are they gonna learn? have
0: a really toxic home environment you know
2: yeah oh my gosh and though i just pray for those kids man yeah. Or and then there's there's a whole food so- shortage where some people aren't don't have access to food. And then there's the whole um, healthcare, 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 healthcare. We don't got a jack. Yeah,
0: it's <laughs> we yeah, can't
2: you, do nothing.
0: You, you can't do anything. <laughs> and it's scary because if you have something else that may not be cold, like corona, you feel you're like, should I even go to the doctor? Should I see how this plays out? You know, before when you get anything, it feels like it was recommended to just go to
2: the yeah. doctor. Yeah. But now it's like, Oh, you might get, so,
0: but you better be dying.
2: <laughs> yeah. You have no other option. Yeah. Um, no, but, but it's been okay. But how, how about you? I mean,
0: you've been, uh, yeah. Earlier. Yeah. That I'm, I'm, I'm solo dolo here. Uh, mm. so I'm living by myself and, taking that one day at a time, <laughs> you know, Doing I have to, job. if I'm being honest, I have to go outside just to maintain, yeah. health,
1: if I'm being honest, yeah. go
0: outside. Being able to do things, honestly, is been the saving grace. Uh, so, you know, you don't drive yourself crazy. Just being able to drive somewhere if absolutely need be, you know, to pick up some food places are still open, being able to get food, being able to go grocery yeah. shopping, um, just little things like that uh, although I'm not seeing many people uh, like three people in this whole quarantine I you know at least being able to like something like this or FaceTime yeah. sister brother dad all of that uh, yeah that's that's helped keep me going honestly like at first I started to feel sorry for myself like oh they, they're like they pretty much have us in jail here but then I really thought about people that are in prison or in mm. you know, jail and Imagine this was your day to day for however length of time. Longer than a week is too long, <laughs> you know. Like if you're in prison, let's yeah. say three years, and you don't go outside, you don't, you know, you interact.
2: They let you know, them outside though, right?
0: Unless yeah, if you're in solitary outside. confinement, not, not outside, outside, you're still, yeah. with the parents, you know, yeah. I'm just thinking like. You know, being able to go out and grab food, if need be, and do little things like that. Having that
2: freedom, yeah. yeah. yeah, having that freedom. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: Really, this is, not to say I wasn't woke, whatever that means, uh, before, but it's really opened my eyes to, Yeah, like, some people will die for their freedom. You can see why, because it's so pivotal. It changes your experience. it, It could feel like, although it might not be, it can feel like life or death. Uh, mm-hmm. Some people and I'm talking freedom in the sense of being able to do what you want to do, not legit being a slave or anything like that. That is life or death. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, no, it, it's opened my eyes. I definitely learned a lot about myself. Remember, I mentioned mm-hmm. that I'm not an introvert. I'm not an introvert in this sense. Like I like having my alone time, but I, mm-hmm. I think people acting like this is great for people is they're they're lying to themselves. Mm-hmm. It's not good to be constantly alone like that all, yeah.
2: time, you know I I, I I do want to say like something positive that I've noticed is that the amount of time that people have to spend I know you're you're solo, little but like the time like me or if you're living with your family like now you have to like speak and talk to them and like mm-hmm. hang out with them mm-hmm. but I feel like for most people it's bringing people together and kind of just like realizing like how much slower you have to take things and how like or like being appreciative I think that I think people are working on that I I know I am I'm definitely working on my gratitude and focusing on what's what I'm thankful for what I'm happy for but no hopefully this is all soon but I I think the scary part of it is the fact that we don't know when it's going to be over and so it's if we were told like oh everything will be open next Tuesday you know mm -hmm. it's like okay you can do it just got a few more days
0: absolutely the most terrifying part like when is this going to be we have no idea, uh, and that kind of brings me back to, to Mondays. You know, obviously, I'm, I'm ready to go now for season two. Now that I got season one now, I, mm. I know I'm, I'm coming back with season two and, you know, potentially more seasons after that, and this has kind of put a stall on that. I can write. I can still write. But a lot of Mondays, as you know, was inspired by a legit being in the workplace, which I'm not mm. doing remotely. And little oh, lights. Are you working days. remotely? Yeah, I'm working remotely full time.
2: Oh, I didn't know that. Dang! So you're not even doing like.
0: Nah, nope, no nope.
2: Dang! Oh, so off. you're like a solo solo. Oh my I gosh, am I am didn't you. know that. <gasps>
1: yeah.
0: Oh, are you okay. I'm alright. I'm alright. I'm alright. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate
1: dang.
0: you. Dang. Uh, but <laughs> look now, you you put a new perspective. <laughs> I
2: feel. I feel so <laughs> dang. Uh, changes,
0: oh man. Yeah. Uh, but no, when um. When you go, when going out and just living life inspires you to create. And I'm,
1: yeah.
0: I'll i toss the question back at you uh, in a moment, but it's kind of, you know, I was still putting out the last few episodes in the midst of quarantine, but
1: right before
0: episode eight was out, I was just, I was telling myself, I'm going to take a little break before I start writing season two. Mm-hmm. But it's turned into a little bit longer break than I wanted to because I kind of lose that not the will to create, but more so, like, I'm not really... Nothing is changing. Like, I'm just in such mm. a routine. And that... It,
2: oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh.
0: How are you handling that? Um. I mean, at least you got the cooking thing. You can cook at any time, so.
2: Yeah, but it, it's... Like the motivation is gone. I have no motivation to like wake up. Like to be honest, my you my they with like, I don't have. To yeah, no, up. I have no motivation. I'll yeah. go to sleep at four a.m., wake up at like two p.m., and then just like sit on my phone for hours. um yeah. There is no motivation because like I don't have anything else to do. Oh no, my my phone habits, trash. I'm scared to look at my screen time because it's not. It's so bad. um and I'll do the same shit too. I'll Instagram and then Facebook and I'm not Facebook, Instagram, YouTube for like six hours, then hit up Reddit and then just repeat. <laughs> um, so there's no motivation there. And especially when you're like trying to create, you got to like pull things out of your ass, like because there's nothing to inspire you. There's nothing to see, nothing to to do, nothing to look forward to. Oh, you know what? I, like there's yeah. nothing to look forward to nowadays. Um, um, but I've been. I've been trying to get back into it. <laughs> yeah. It's hard, but... It's,
0: it's tough, I know. And I, that's the thing, like, people just have to be honest with you. So it's okay. You know, it, it's affecting yeah. a lot of us. If, you don't, if you're not inspired, it's it's honestly probably to be expected at this point. I mean, yeah. I think life inspires most people.
1: You know, mm-hmm. um,
0: having an abstract imagination where you can just conjure up things is great too, but you need to, you know, see people do things. And yeah, it's it's really taking a taking its toll on that end. But... I think I'm one of those people where when I set imaginary deadlines, I start getting stuff done. So I, mm-hmm. I erase my whiteboard for se- all the dates I have for season one. I put little milestones that I want to reach for season two. Oh
1: good uh, for you, good for you. Certain
0: episodes written, yeah. So that's kind of like that has me thinking about the season yeah. a lot more. Mm-hmm. A lot of ideas that I want to try, uh, and so that that I guess that's been a good part of that. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and say it here to you. Uh, so next season is going to have three, uh, it's going to have shorts. It's going to have visual shorts accompanying it.
2: Oh, okay. How, you, how are you? Oh, okay. 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 I see. So like, so like that intro video you felt. So it's going to be like, so we're going to have
0: a trailer, a traditional trailer again, but then three special yeah. mm-hmm. shorts where scenes are acted out.
2: Oh, okay. That'd be fun. That'll be That's fun. Gonna be,
0: yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um going to be the same videographer, my good, uh, my good friend. Uh, and that the main challenge with that right now where you know well so the plan is to do those three shorts though if they don't come out it's just due to covid uh and the fact that people couldn't gather in any capacity uh and so that's going to be the 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 main roadblock is just by the time i want to film them um are we going to be able to gather you know and it's because it's probably going to be more than Eight people there, you know, type of thing. Yeah. So that just it, when whenever that's gonna be widely accepted, you know, because even when they open things up, I still feel that's like I'm, really weary
2: that's what I'm thinking about. Like how much longer till like things go back to normal, till where we feel comfortable. There is no, no That's what than I'm
0: saying. It's not going back to normal. The you think day, so? I I don't think there will ever be a normal the way we 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 were. Mm. I don't think so. I don't think so. I know that sounds drastic to, to say. And not to say things won't, things are going to normalize in a different way. It's not going to mm-hmm. be the normal that we knew. I think yeah. things are going to normalize in a way where people are just going to be more distant towards each other, you know? Yeah.
2: And wearing, I think everybody's going to start wearing face masks, like, yeah. like every day. And the more thing distant.
0: In this country, you know, as soon as we realize ways we can profit off of this and still remain profitable, <sighs> that's the way things are going to be. So as long as things can remain profitable, once the economy mm-hmm. bounces back, and they figure out a way that, you know, maybe people are going to concerts socially distanced,
1: you mm. know, and
0: there's less people at the concert, but they pay way more for a ticket, that type of thing. Like, I'm not sure how that's going to work, but once they figure out a way for that, I don't think people are ever going to be the, it'll be sort of like a, a funeral for the, the American gathering, you know, and mm. just, just yeah. speaking to, to the
2: American. I- but. I I I definitely I don't I think people are I don't know I'm hoping this pandemic kind of like helps people realize like the the want for a human connection because um, we're always talking about like oh you know but yeah. I think I think as humans like we crave for that connection with somebody and I mean we get it online mm-hmm. but uh, for example like one me personally I like giving hugs that's me um, but I I miss that contact. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. But like having that physical con- connection with people, like it's cool to watch your favorite DJ uh you know on Insta but like being out there with them dancing to their music with everybody else. I think that I don't think that's ever going to go away. Yeah, so yeah, you're I really probably right. I really you're hope probably. it doesn't go away.
1: I you're really probably so. right.
2: Yeah, I'm 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 literally like I'm praying that COVID ends before AfroPunk cuz I'm like I think that's going to be, like, the first... I'm really hoping. Wow. I'm going to do it. Yeah, I, I hope so.
0: Would you go? I, okay, so would you go? That's the thing, though. A,
2: hell, yeah. I would go. Yeah, I'm tired. Ty- I want to dance. I want to dance. I want to go get dressed up. I want to go out. I want to look cute and go dancing to some good music. I'm tired, man. Uh, I'm exhausted. I'm ready. Like, Come
0: on. All- <laughs> I 100% feel you. I'm, I I'm 100%. That, I feel like so many people, especially people that still... You know that see that live with their parents or see their parents or want to be mm-hmm. able to see their parents at any time don't want to have to take that sacrifice of like
2: oh like, yeah for yeah for, or,
0: or someone that may be more at risk for mm-hmm. however long are gonna be like.
2: I think once we get the vaccine, but also like, I think America is quick to forget. I think we're very quick to forget. So I think um, give it maybe like half a year and then people go right back to their, they're not washing their hands when they're supposed to.
0: Yeah, for sure, I
2: know.
0: I've definitely learned a lot about hand washing this time.
2: (laughs) Yeah, my hands are crusty for like the first week. I was washing them like every, every other minute. I was was, like, this is not healthy. That's
0: it, yeah. Yeah, you definitely needed to keep a thing of lotion by you during that time.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But no, um, actually, I don't wanna, I don't wanna run too, too long here. Uh, so yeah, just thank you for, for doing mm-hmm. this again. I, I really appreciate you. Uh, you already plugged your, your YouTube and IG, but just in case they miss it, if you wouldn't mind doing that
1: again.
2: All right, so YouTube is gonna be at dang penny. That's D A N G penny, like the coin. And then uh, I got my IG, coin cooks coin like the penny and then cooks like awesome. food yeah food
0: great yeah. Yeah, thank you um so yeah if you guys uh would follow her and check out her content she makes really dope content on her own
1: uh, oh.
0: cooking channel and again makes really cool funny educational youtube videos and is one of the stars of monday so thank you for your time i appreciate you Ben.